0: Hello and welcome to re Ghana's number one strategy podcast, where we break down the myths about strategy and provide you with practical tips to grow and sustain your business. And now your host, Kojo Kedem. Hey, it's Kojo, and you're welcome to another episode of the re Podcast. Now, before I delve into today's topic, I'd like to do two things real quick, you know, very quickly, then we we'll move on to what we are going to talk about today. Now, the first thing is to thank all of you guys out there who have taken time to listen to my podcast. And I must say, you guys have really, really held me down, and thank you very much. I've had listenership from all across the globe, particularly in Ghana, in Nigeria, in Kenya and Rwanda, actually, <laughs> I've also had listenership from the UK, the US, Italy, Sweden, Ireland, and a few other places. And to be honest, I didn't know you guys actually enjoyed my content this much, and I'm very grateful. You know, it's actually interesting to know that six percent of my listeners are female. Much more interesting is the fact that most of my listeners are between the ages of 24 and 45. So, I want to say a big thank you to all female entrepreneurs and strategies who listen to some of the lessons. I put out through this podcast and I hope that these lessons are working well for your respective businesses. You know sometimes get in touch and tell me how it's going. I'd really really like to know how you're applying some of the things I talk about and some of the challenges you're facing and I'm glad and happy to help you through some of them. Now the second thing I want to talk about real quick is why I've been away for a while first off I think that it's important that I apologize for keeping you guys waiting for this long I know it must have been hard on you guys not getting a content for me especially within this corona period where there's so much uncertainty with regard to business out there and I'm truly sorry but again it was necessary that I took this time off to relook at the podcast and to look at the content I'm delivering and how I'm even delivering the content so I realized that in the past I used to treat uh, unrelated topics or talk about related topics in a series have talked about things that are unrelated you know in a way even though they are all necessary for strategy and for business management and all that so the the new idea is to now put everything together everything that is related together into a series so I take them in an entire sequence until I've completely exhausted every related topic under that particular series So that is how I'll be delivering the content henceforth. This became actually very necessary when I was having a conversation with some of you who listen to the podcast and some senior guys, you know, who know much better than I do, (laughs) to be honest. Who are more experienced in this game. And um, they're like, you know what, Kojo? You you know that strategy is actually implemented in sequence? I'm like, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, if, if it's implemented in series, then obviously the content must also be delivered in series. So I felt that look. This was time to now begin to treat the topics or the things that i talk about in series so until i exhaust the entire series i'll continue to record episodes under that series so that immediately you take a particular series and you're listening you're likely to have covered everything that matters under that particular series so that is how i'll be delivering the content from now onwards so, the very first series we are going to be looking at is what I call designing customer-centered strategies for your business. And every strategist that is worth his or her salt knows that you cannot implement something that you have not designed. And so it's just proper in every strategy conversation to start with designing strategy. And I put particular emphasis on customers because, from experience, I realize that a lot of organizations try to transfix strategy that have already been designed probably in the boardroom or by the business owners into the market or onto consumers and customers and it's actually supposed to be the other way around customer preferences and customer behavior should actually influence the kind of strategies you adopt and implement and this particular series would be looking at how to design strategies that are customer and consumer centered and the very first episode we'll be treating under this series is problem identification from the customer's viewpoint So someone who asks why problem identification and why am I placing particular emphasis on the word customer's viewpoint? To start off, I do not know of any other way to start a strategy design process without understanding exactly what the problems of the business are. And the extent to which these problems are affecting your daily operations, your strategic positioning, and the overall business outlook. So to me, it's a non-brainer actually. <laughs> you cannot go forward without understanding what the problems are. And many a times I see and I interact with a lot of entrepreneurs and businesses. business. Business holders who seemingly have an idea of what the problems of the business are but as to whether they know exactly what kind of impact these challenges are having on the business is another story altogether. Again it's quite fascinating that as business owners and entrepreneurs we normally get this wrong. You know we have the perception that okay this might be the problem this business is going through but to understand very well what exactly is wrong with the business or what problems the business is facing. The first or the most important people to talk to are your customers and your consumers because these are the people that interface directly with the value that you are providing so it is important to understand from their viewpoint what the pain point of the business is so that you'd be able to know whether you are as someone puts it whether you are having to deal with a headache or a migraine because yes they might all be a problem of the head but they are not the same you know how you treat headache might not be the same way you treat a migraine. So it is important that you allow the customers to lead you in the process of problem identification. So I'll be taking you through the concept of problem identification and how to properly identify problems from the customer's viewpoint. Now, usually the best way that we do this is what we call the external environment factors analysis. Now, we usually do this to ascertain conditions within the external environment that affect the business and how customers interact with the products and services and the value of these products and services that businesses offer. So one of the most commonly used tools in conducting external environment factor analysis is what we call the primary market research. Now, we normally apply primary market research at the conceptualization stage of a business. So what people normally call the idea generation stage. So let's say for example that you have identified within your community that there are a lot of creatives doing original authentic indigenous products that need to be sold and you identify that there is no primary market for these businesses to actually sell their products and you decide to find a solution to this problem. Now one thing that I realize for a lot of businesses is that they wait until they have developed probably a product or a service before they start to do a primary market research. This is actually very, very wrong. So if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or an aspiring one and this is the idea you've had about primary market research, I would advise you to stop it and discard that idea. So today I would be taking you through what primary market research is, why you need to conduct a primary market research, what time you need to conduct a primary market research, how to plan and conduct it, and how to analyze the results from your primary market research later on in other episodes under this series i will delve into customer personas and why they are important and very fundamental part of conducting primary market research so i'll try to find examples and that detail out some of the things i'll be talking about today even though i might not be able to go into much detail because of confidentiality issues but i will try my best to to make it worthwhile so let's start what is primary market research now my answer would always be the same, primary markets research is just what the name suggests. So it talks about going out, talking to potential or actual customers or consumers and the idea behind this is to allow you to validate some of the initial assumptions you had about the particular problem and the kind of solution you envisage to use to solve these problems. So conducting a primary market research is actually important because it really helps inform you about the problem you are trying to solve and whether the problem in fact exists and if it actually exists what is the best alternative available to you to solve this problem. In conducting a primary market research it is important to understand that it must be customer driven and the reason why this is so is because primary market research allows you and your enterprise or business to validate some assumptions you have and let more about your customer needs, their wants, and in fact the limitations that are inherent in the entire process that leads out to the customer enjoying the value that you intend to implement. Conducting a primary market research also allows you and your business to tailor your products or solutions or maybe your service to more accurately meet the needs of the consumer or the customer. In other words, it allows you to make sure you are solving the actual problem and not what you perceive to be the problem. So now that we've talked about what a primary market research is and why it's important, we'll move on to how to conduct a primary market research in the right way. When I say the right way, I'm laying emphasis on the customer. I've already said that the right way to do problem identification is to do it from the customer's viewpoint. So I'm going to explain further why it's important to do it correctly and I'll try to use some examples from my personal practice on some projects to help you understand this better. So the first thing you do when conducting a primary market research is to plan. Planning is an essential function of every business. So the idea of proper planning is also very integral in conducting primary market research you because that is the only way you would be able to plan the process of collecting useful data that would help you decide solution options or alternatives that could better solve a problem that you have identified or you perceive to exist within a market now in planning your primary market research you must make sure or you want to make sure that you' are collecting the kind of information which are specific to the market segment that you intend to serve with whatever solution you have so let's say for instance that you're trying to solve a problem of people being bitten by mosquitoes when they are outside So instead of going into the market with the regular repellents, you decide that, okay, I want to make this more casual and more stylish. So your grand idea is to produce socks that has mosquito repellents so that Whitney and Gideon, all the other guys who are going for Afrocella this December would be able to spot their casual socks, trendy socks outside and not worry about being bitten by mosquitoes. So in an instance like this one, you would want to make sure that you are asking questions that are related to the function of the product and the product in this sense is a socks that can also act as a mosquito repellent so you do not go asking people questions that are related to socks or related to mosquito repellent and also you're not going to be asking people that usually don't go out at night so you would want to be accent probably Gideon or Whitney or or course or Kujo for instance who like enjoying nightlife if a product of such nature is something they would enjoy or would want to work that is what we mean by accent questions that are related to the functioning of the products and accent people that are related to the functioning of the product but before you go out to conduct your primary market research it is important that you try to answer some preliminary questings related to what you're trying to find. So let's take for example the socks that is able to prevent mosquito bites. Now the first things that probably I would be asking is I'll be trying to find out issues related to the usability of a product of this nature looking at the aesthetics and the visual appeal of a product of this nature and I also be trying to look out for how much Kojo or Gideon or Akoso Whitney will be willing to spend on a product of that nature. So this is a more practical example. I remember when my team and I were asked to develop an onboarding strategy for Anglo Gold Ashanti's water treatment project. To be honest, we knew nothing about water treatment and especially we knew nothing about the extractive industry. And when I say extractive industry, I'm talking about mining and drilling of oil and all that. We knew virtually nothing about that industry. That was our first time of working in an industry or for a company in an industry like that. So the first thing we thought to do was to do some background search on water treatment across the globe and what kind of projects that have already gone on uh, with regard to water treatment. We also tried to look out for um, things like this work in the extractive industry. So we apart from going online to search, we started talking to people who we knew worked in that industry and it helped us to refine the kind of questions you were going to ask the people within the Oboasi enclave. And it really helped us to understand and the concept of water treatment and help to distill the topic and what water meant for people living around mining areas. And so it's what I mean when I say you need to do an initial research on the topic before you even go out there to talk to the people that you perceive to be your potential customers and consumers. Now lastly, one of the things you do before you move out is to develop a research hypothesis. I know this is so academic, it's sounds so academic but trust me it is very very important that you develop a hypothesis and this is one thing that the initial background research helps you to do so by gathering all that information on your own you are able to come to some level of guess on what the possible direction or primary question that needs to be answered is before you even go out there so a hypothesis statement will typically help and educate you to know the relationship between the factors or the components that are important in the products and how people interface with the product or service. It also serves as a basis for an experiment or a test which is the market research you're trying to do uh, and whether such relationships that you perceive to exist between the product and the people that are likely to enjoy them actually exist. So creating a hypothesis statement is very very important. Now I'm going to end here and I'll continue with how to conduct the primary market research, the kind of tools you use when you get onto the field and also how to analyze your primary market research results and what they actually mean after you've collected the results in the next episode of this podcast i'll see you next week and i hope that you enjoyed this if you have any questions or have any suggestions or want to contribute anything to what i've put out there today feel free to contact me on my twitter handle at kojo kedem you can also leave me a voice message on this podcast you just have to go to whichever platform you listening to this podcast from and there is an option for you to record a voice message to me so do that and i'm hoping to hear from you before uh, i record the next episode so i'll see you later bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Restrategize by Kujokedem. We hope you enjoyed it and we are looking forward to your feedback. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more practical strategy tips and watch out for the next episode. See you again. Bye.